3: Hello everybody, welcome to Pillow Talk. Live from an undisclosed
0: location in beautiful Flint, Michigan. Yes. It's the Pillow Talk podcast show <sighs> featuring your hosts at the Bill
3: Heron, yes, and at Big in Mexico.
0: Yay. Together we
3: are at Pillow, Pillow Podcast.
0: Yes. yes, and localflavorproductions.net on the interwebs, which hasn't been
3: updated since July. <laughs>
0: but it's there.
3: It's true. Yes. Hello everybody, welcome. I'm in the middle of a turkey sandwich.
0: Oh, I'm in the middle of hot dogs and crescent rolls and cutting a
3: scab off my finger. Don't do that. It'll leave a scar. Dylan will be glad to know we're going to eat lunch real quick uh, on the podcast. Yes. Uh, Nick, you uh, we're going to jump right into it. We have uh, nothing at all planned for today. No. What's this light? Generally, how? what, whoa, what did you do? What just happened? Uh, nothing. You redlined a little bit. I don't know what this light is. You were redlining still. And I'm really quiet. Are we using the right mics today? Hang on. Mm. Oh Nick, what are we gonna do with you? You're quiet. What? Well now, I, well, now I'm way too loud. Okay. Okay. Now let's talk, and we'll check the levels and while we're checking here. the levels. I'm too quiet. You're too loud. Testies. Did you plug you into me and me into you? I may have. I don't All know. Right. You're still way loud. Way loud. Yeah. I'm loud. Well, not anymore now. Okay. I'm good. Uh, yeah, you're good now, and I'm a smidgen loud. Good. Uh, now I believe I'm still a smidgen loud. Keep going. Uh yes, Doctor, one is better than two. That's actually pretty good right there. All
0: right. And that is leveling.
3: Okay, you need to be a little louder.
0: Leveling on the pillow
3: Now you're too quiet, Nick. Dang it. Yep. Ooh, here. Yeah, go a little bit good. louder. Well I just need to vocalize myself better. You still need to be a little louder. Pudge
0: me in the bee. <laughs>
3: <laughs> still louder. Louder? Yeah. Good? Uh, that's good. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Because you talk quieter than I do anyway. Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, Nick, you and I were just talking about some amazing things we saw on the internet. Yes. Uh, One of which being this morning, and we both wrote it down to talk about it on the podcast yes. today, and both wanted to talk about the same thing. Yes. So, uh, yeah, they made a sequel to Cloverfield. Apparently. A, and didn't uh, tell anybody. A quiet secret to Cloverfield. Yeah. Uh, Alleged. Called 10 Cloverfield Lane. But the way that they announced it. Uh, again, I was getting ready to take a bite of my sandwich. It
0: was awesome. Yeah, because it it well, it was like it was the best way that J.J. Abrams could have done it. Because at the end, it says, "Well, we'll we'll post the the link to the to the trailer." But at the end of the video, because you're like, "What is this?" At the end, it says cloverfield mm-hmm. but then on one side it starts to flash and it's like 10 and then on the other one in on the other end it says fla- flashes and it says lane and i was like that's great because you're like oh cloverfield t- oh
3: <laughs> awesome yeah it was really good really really good and Nick, this got, is where i have to confess though so that i've actually never seen cloverfield
0: uh i loved cloverfield so much so that i was like obsessed with it for a while and i was like when are
3: they going to make a sequel he's been on netflix
0: uh, yeah, it does. It was a really, really good movie. Um, it was a really good movie. Um, uh, and I'm not a fan of found footage in any way, shape, or form. But um, yeah, it was. Um, it, w- it was a good movie. Uh, there was a lot of stuff going on in the background. A lot of subtleties. You know, was there more than one monster? I, rem- I believe was the
3: the thing going. There was around. a monster in Cloverfield.
0: Yeah, it's it's basically like
3: again, haven't seen it
0: it's uh, well, you haven't seen Cloverfield. I'll tell you what it is, right. It's basically these people are at a going away party for this guy uh, because he's leaving New York and he's going to work in Japan. And so somebody's walking around with a video camera. Well, then all of a sudden, this monster comes out of the water and basically starts destroying New York. basically Godzilla. So it's it's a movie about the people in Godzilla basically. Uh, essentially, yes, but it's this guy falling around with a camera. You know, they got to get this person, you know, they got to get to save this person, um, you know, and they're trying to get out of the city. At one point during the movie, two people pass like the camera guy passes another person with a camera and they like
3: kind of film each other. Just like hand off the video or something. Well,
0: no, it doesn't. Oh. But that's why people thought that there was going to be a sequel and it was going to be that person ah. and their groups direct, you know, uh, you know, uh, th- w- their journey. Um, but, yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, it's a. It's, it's, uh, some people don't like it. Actually, I think a lot of people got sick during this movie. Really? Yeah, because of the motion. You know, it's because it's a lot of shaky. You the know. same
3: people who got sick during Blair Witch. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, I do recommend Cloverfield. I can't recommend it enough. I haven't watched it in a long time. Actually, I'd forgotten about it until I saw that trailer.
3: The trailer looked pretty cool. It basically was John Goodman in a bomb shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, you were led to believe that everybody was there, you know, waiting something out. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of revealed that people are handcuffed to things and chained to things and maybe they're not there. Maybe they don't want to be there and then it, kind of, then you kind of realize, oh yeah, they don't want to be where they are. And he's basically trying to keep people in and safe, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, which is... I mean, it seems odd though because like... Yeah, I think it's like people like that he was... It seems to me having no knowledge of this movie, not even knowing it existed, when it comes out in what, two months? <laughs> two months. Um, he shot it or it it looks like these people I'm imagining were like people that he like grabbed and like they were like help help and they you know he let them into their his bomb shelter and then eventually they want to leave but he don't want them to leave
3: yeah I could see that Nick you know the other um, my other question though you know these people are in this bomb shelter and don't want to get out for a while Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden they have this desire to get out. And he's yelling. So in the trailer, John Goodman's yelling, you know, don't open the door, don't open the door. Leads me to believe that these people might not know what's on the other side. So if to kind of just take that one step further, Mm -hmm. it would lead me to believe that John Goodman brought people into this bomb shelter before the monster hit New York. And therefore, that's why nobody knows these people, at least in this bomb shelter, don't understand what's going on outside. Or... As Nick chooses hot dog.
0: Sorry. Here's what happened. T- do you do you mind if I tell you what happened during Cloverfield?
3: No, it's fine. So the spoilers mon- are coming.
0: Oh yeah, we need that. Uh,
3: no, if you haven't seen Cloverfield yet, it's since on it you. it came in like yeah. what, like 2008? Five or six years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen Cloverfield yet, uh, <laughs> it, it it's on you. Uh, so um, here's
0: what happens. So Cloverfield, this monster is attacking the city. The the military says we have to bomb, basically you know detonate and detonate a bomb in the city to kill this thing
3: okay we're gonna blow up the
0: monster yes we're gonna blow up the monster and they do so they think (laughs) at the end of the movie um you know they get out of the blast zone you know the one of the guys with the camera they get out of the blast zone and then this monster eats this person so obviously there's the theory was that there was more than one monster. Uh,
3: so they got the one, but they didn't, they get, didn't the other. get
0: the other. But they never tell you that there's just one monster. So there's a theory that there's more than one monster. Um, I'm thinking that this movie takes place after the bomb goes off. At least at some point. Okay. Okay. The bomb goes off. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Let. Why don't we get out? Why don't Why don't we leave? And then John Goodman knows that there's more than one monster. So. You know, he's trying to keep them in.
3: Oh, so he knows they think everything's okay. Yeah. Maybe.
0: Maybe. A lot of layers to Cloverfield. If you tell me that. Yeah, sure, I guess. Yeah, a lot of layers. Like an onion. Ogres are like onions. (laughs) They are. I'm going to take another bite of
3: this hot dog and crescent roll. (coughs) You you do that. It looks delicious, by the way. Mm. It does. It looks delicious. Uh, Nick, there was uh, – I had something else written down here. Hold on. Uh, Cloverfield. Oh, you and I were uh, tagged in something on Facebook the other day that, that uh, <laughs> listener Mike P. Uh, sent to us both, and it was a video, Nick. Yes. Uh, so I can't take credit for this, but no. it was a video of these people asking what – so in the video game Super Mario Brothers, yes, what uh, Mario's pants were made out of. Like what kind of pants does Mario wear? Oh, okay. And did you know what the answer was? No. Denim, denim, denim.
2: <laughs>
3: denim, denim, denim. That's great. Hilarious. That's really great. So thank you to Mike P for uh, sending that our way. I got meaning to click on it, but so I. So hilarious. Yeah. Denim, denim, denim. <laughs> isn't that great that is great i thought that was pretty fun that's really great yeah uh nick you also we talked I was, i'm just blasting through my list it's here right. clover filled mario pants and you were telling me a story from scary stories to tell in the dark oh yeah uh, what i would like you to do nick is um i would like you to tell me a story uh, and then i will tell you how i was aware of the story Ah, uh, the viper the Viper. Okay. Ready, go. So there's a story uh, from Scary Stories telling Tell in the Dark called
0: The Viper, and here it is. Um, an old lady is in her apartment. She lives by herself. She hears a buzz. Don't at forget to enter. set the stage. That's what it is, right? She lives by herself. Okay. Yeah. So she's in an apartment. She lives alone by herself. Um, she hears a buzz at the uh, intercom, and she buzzes and says hello, and they say, it's the Viper. I'm coming up. And so she just thinks that some kids are playing, messing around with the intercom, you know, messing around with her. So she goes about her, her day. A couple minutes later, she gets another buzz and, hello, it's the Viper. I'm coming up soon. And so she starts to get a little bit worried, but she's, she doesn't think anything of it. So a couple more minutes pass by, you know, 30 minutes pass by. She gets another buzz. It's the Viper. I'm coming up now. And so the lady at this point is completely freaked out. She calls the police. The police say, don't worry, we've got a car in your vicinity, we're going to send them over, don't answer the door until we get there, sorry. Don't answer the door until we get there. So the lady's scared out of her mind. She hears a knock at the door and finally she says, oh God, oh geez, thank you, you. the police are here. She goes and opens the door and there's a little old man with a pail and a squeegee and he says,
3: I'm the Viper, I'm here to do the windows.
0: (laughs) Nice,
2: which is good,
3: right? Yeah. And that was from one of those scary stories to tell in the dark things. Yes. Nick, um, <clears throat> I was aware of this story. You were. I was not because I read, uh, not because I read this book, but because I was a gigantic fan of the cartoon GI Joe when I was a kid. GI Joe. So let me tell you a little bit about this episode called "The Viper Is Coming." <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the show basically starts off uh, in like New York City I would imagine it was New York City and uh, Barbecue, the Joe Barbecue mm-hmm. um, was um, like barbecuing is there, well let's see here, I'm pulling up the thing right no now no way um Barbecue lifts a flaming burger off the grill, places it on Scarlett's plate. Uh, roadblock is surrounded by five GI Joes at the basketball court. God, I uh, miss GI Joe. Yeah. Uh, so much. Uh, okay. So the phone rings. Barbecue is told from the other. Barbecue answers it. It's told the Viper is coming. Five seventy-five. So he tells the other Joes about it, and they believe uh-huh. that it's from Cobra. Okay, because I mean Cobra and Viper and yeah, yeah. so um, the Joes grab a hamburger, head to headquarters. So uh, they're in the map room then, mm-hmm. and Barbecue suggests that five seventy five could be a set of coordinates. Mm-hmm. So they try to figure out, you know, like okay, uh, Lady J tries five degree east seventy five south, um, and then they decide that it's just that that's like that's the South Pole. So they decide to go, and um, they head on down there, right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh where we at here they don't see anything as they start to wander off. A rock glows for a moment and the snowcat snow cat is lowered into the ground by a hydraulic lift. Mm-hmm. Scarlet watches the snow cat descend and when Lady J Barbecue and Gung Ho reach the bottom, they climb out and enter a room. Rising from behind a counter, a robot greets the Joes to Cobra Recreational Base number three. Hmm. Uh, where I always thought it was funny. The Cobra guys are dressed in shorts, uh, high socks, obviously, (laughs) um, shirts, and then their helmets with the masks. (laughs) I always thought that was funny. I like that a lot. Uh, uh, Zartan Entertainment Center, robot that adds no tipping, please. The Joes enter the next room, find themselves surrounded by Cobra troopers. They start throwing uh, uh, pool cues and stuff at them. Um, blah, 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 blah Okay <clears throat> So Stuff happens They capture Cobras mm-hmm. and, and everything's great, right? Episode's yeah. over uh-huh. Um. So back in America uh, Flint, Gung Ho, and Roblox Are sitting on the couches mm-hmm. And the phone rings And Barbecue picks it up again Learns that the Viper will start at the west corner Okay The Viper is coming It will start at the west, west corner, right? Yeah So they go to West Point Military Academy because they're like, oh, corner point must be what's going on. Sure. Uh, and and Scarlet is kind of, uh, Scarlet is worried that uh, the Cobra may decide to attack the Academy, right? Sure. So they go to talk to um, one of the tank people who are there, right? And mm-hmm. they find out that it's Major Blood. Huh. Okay, who's a bad guy, in case you don't know. Oh, I didn't know that. You don't know Major Bloody's got the eye patch. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. okay. I'm not talking with names, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you just told somebody that earlier too. Yeah. Uh so then there's this big, you know, whatever, the West Point boys help out and um yeah, that's kind of it, right? They beat up the Cobras. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh Rob Black Cobra surrender. Uh, okay so again uh, Scarlet and Barbecue Are at the fire station And mm-hmm. the phone rings again
2: mm-hmm.
3: And Scarlet picks up the phone And learns that the Viper Will start on the top floor And she's, when she demands To know who his identity The man replies I am the Viper Okay. Mm-hmm. So then they go to Extensive Enterprises, which is where uh, it, I'm reading this synopsis, but that's where yeah, it's fine. not in here. But that's where uh, Tomax and Zaymoth, the twins. Yeah, did yeah. you watch a lot of JJ? Yeah, yeah okay, I, I watched JJ. a ton of JJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah So Tomax DJ. and Zaymoth are in charge of Extensive Enterprises. Uh-huh. So they, they go to the top floor, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Destro's there, and more stuff happens, and more Cobra guys get trapped. Sure. And whatever. Okay. Um,. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, grabbing guns, capturing people. Uh, okay. So, uh, at the top floor of this thing, uh, barbecue explains to Scarlet that neither the captured Cobra agent nor the top Cobra leaders know who the Viper is. And Scarlet wonders if the Viper even know who he is, right? So Mm -hmm. barbecue, Scarlet, Duke, Flint, Roblox, Snake Eyes, and Footloose watch the red phone and patiently wait for it to ring. And it rings. So Barbecue walks forward, answers the phone, and is told that the Viper will arrive at noon and that he should be ready. Okay? So as I'm remembering this episode, it's so like, the Joes, like, put everything they've got in the street. Tanks and roadblocks and sandbags and all kinds of stuff, right? Uh-huh. Uh, they all surround the firehouse, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so an old man walks towards the Joes and asks for Mr. Barbecue. Mm-hmm. uh Barbecue jumps down, uh, introduces himself, and the elderly man says, I am the Viper. I've come to wipe your windows. <laughs> five seventy-five an hour. I start on Vest Corner, top floor first. <laughs>
0: That's the exact same story they put into G.I. Joe.
3: Realizing the Viper is actually a window wiper, and all the clues led them to Cobra plots were just coincidences. <laughs> Barbecue points to the old man, laughs softly. Situation uh. so absurd that all the Joes are immediately laughing as well.
0: That's awesome. I want to watch that episode. Of yeah. G- yeah, that is
3: how i learned that story was because the old man kept calling so each time he called yeah they were led to a cobra base which was hilarious <laughs> and uh and yeah the viper that's why i, I thought when you said you know that i'm here to clean the windows or do the windows i kept waiting for you to say i'm here to vipe the windows yeah, that's, actually, that's what the that's, old man says
0: and that's actually the end of it i butchered the end of the <laughs> did you and, really yeah, yeah, yeah it's i'm i'm here to vipe the windows
3: Oh, ending. that's yeah. so great! Yeah,
0: so I but I butchered the end, but that's the exact same ending. But uh, is that something? Yeah, and the reason I found that is because of Guillermo del Toro making the uh, making a movie about the scary stories to that's read in the right. Dark Book series, which is awesome. I love those books. You said you never read them. No, I never did. Great, they were my introduction into horror before R.L. Really? Stein. Yeah, I had those books, and then R.L. Stein obviously went to you know Stephen King and uh-huh. you know stuff like that and i you know will read anything horror that i can horror horror what I, sure I say you said it right it just make sure you horror? get that extra r in there Horror? yeah we want to make sure oh, those are different i don't read any of the kardashians books <laughs> <laughs> uh my latest go to my, my my latest go to uh, thing is I'm more popular than an ugly Kardashian.
3: Oh, yeah. and you are more popular than an ugly Kardashian. That's
2: it's for true. sure.
0: That's true. That um, is but for yeah, sure. the um, yeah the scary stories live in the dark or to to read in the dark. I remember one I read up north, and up north is scary enough. But I read this one as about,
3: we've discussed in length
0: on the podcast on the podcast on a, on a past past episode. Um, I read this story before I went to bed, which was my first mistake. Uh, it was about people on a train and they kept hearing this heavy breathing and uh they heard this heavy breathing couldn't figure it out one day they this one night this guy woke up in the middle of the night and um he opened his eyes and there is a ghost of an old woman standing over him sucking the soul out of his body Jewel. yeah and i and uh part of my fear of the dark is still that i i'm afraid i'm gonna wake up and there's gonna be an old lady hovering over me sucking the soul out of my body
3: I'm not going to comment on that because my thing. mom listens to the podcast. Oh, no,
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mom.
3: We're married. That doesn't happen. <laughs> no, I was going a totally different way on yeah, that. Yeah, me too. No, seriously. You were not going the way I was going on that one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, sorry. I was just working on it's what fine. in the world we have going on with the software here for a minute.
0: Software. I, think it looks like going it's
3: going, I just got a piece of it that's missing. And I was trying to get it back, but it's just not going to happen. Well. It'll, it'll come back when we're done, I'm sure. There's obviously a button I need to click, and I clicked it once, and I don't want to mess around with it too much, because uh, I don't want to stop the podcast. No, yeah, this is Tech Talk with the podcast. Can't Jacob stop, Bill. won't stop. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Nick, so that's the end of our planned material. <laughs> uh, as you put your head down, that doesn't help the podcast at all. Um, mm. Yes. I have a story I've been waiting to share with oh, the dozens right. of our viewers. You have dozens and dozens, actually. I'm gonna get some chips. You can thank me later, Dylan.
0: <clears throat> this story happened Sunday night? No, not Sunday night. Saturday night. Saturday night. Now as we're all aware when we're as we're all aware when we're laying in bed. Uh, sleeping. Sometimes um, you wake up and have a little flatulence. Um, <laughs> and so sometimes you push that. Flatulence. This
3: isn't distracting for you, is Not it? Not
0: at all. Uh, sometimes you push that flatulence out. Uh, and then, then your wife says, What the heck are you doing? And blah, blah, blah. I actually get that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Saturday night, apparently I slept through this flatulence. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: woke up sometime in between the wee hours of Sunday. And had pooped my pants. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Nick.
0: <laughs> I, a grown man of 29 years, <laughs> had, had guest wrong on a fart in, in your my sleep. sleep. <laughs>
3: Aww. That's oh, so sad. <laughs>
0: had to then get up in the middle of the night change your pants <laughs> change my pants shower uh, <laughs> shower change my pants all while hoping my wife didn't wake up so i had to <laughs> so I you, had, yeah i didn't want to have to explain it to her well, you're
3: gonna tell everybody here yeah well i already told her oh okay i was like hey just a heads up <laughs> you're gonna when you do the laundry this week yeah there's a pair with a hole cut in them <laughs> so the more you know (laughs) all right nick so tell me more about this um because i'm sure our listeners are interested (laughs) did you (laughs) you know it doesn't really matter it was it
0: you know 2015 was a great year for me (laughs) uh a great year uh, I was on a, I was on a bad streak. Of, uh, Let me ask you a
3: question. I was on a bad
0: streak of guessing wrong in, on farts in 2014. <laughs> Nick, I have a question uh, for you. Your daughter's how
3: old? She's three, and my son is 15 months old. Um, were you the first person to have a mess in your pants this year? <laughs> Not yeah. counting your son, who's an infant. Yeah. So yeah, you're. Yeah, I was the first one to have an accident. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: your daughter's three. You're 29. Yep. And you pooped your pants first this yeah. year before she That's did. Right. That's okay. right.
0: Okay. Actually, she's on a longer streak than I am without <laughs> without doing it. If you think about it. <laughs> So, 2014, <laughs> real bad year for, for guessing wrong on farts.
3: Apparently, uh, it's even-numbered years.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, 2016. 2015 was good. Set out for my goal. Great year. Yeah. <laughs> what was Did, your goal? One? Not, not to crap my pants your goal. more than once.
2: <laughs> more than once. Uh,
0: 2014 happened three times. <laughs> <laughs> The, the third one you can't you can't count because I was I was going to the bathroom it went on the floor it wasn't the same. <laughs> <laughs> I, ate I, a, I ate a bag of turkey leg at spring training during the Detroit
2: Tigers.
3: <laughs> 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 so okay so I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I gotta pull this back together. So in twenty fourteen, yep.
0: why don't we count the third one? Because I because I, I was wearing um basketball shorts and they were pulled down as I was going to the bathroom, so none of it hit the hit the underwear, so technically
3: you didn't crap your pants. <laughs> but but <laughs> you crapped your shorts. No no no. No I didn't. It, it went real, on the floor. Yeah, 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 went oh, on the floor.
0: Was, there, was, there was no.
3: You, you turded the floor. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And
3: this was during spring training. Uh, yeah, which is in the spring. So you're telling me you crapped your pants three times, and the last time was during the spring.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh huh. All right. I don't remember the other two, but I do remember there was three times because I remember in like
3: January and February.
0: It's yeah, a c- bad time of year for yeah, you. It, it was real rough. It was real rough. I remember looking back on 2014 and saying, you know, it's been a real rough year. I, as a grown man, crapped my pants three times. <laughs> you ever had to explain that to your wife? No, it's not fun. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. Don't
3: worry about it. <laughs> but then you did.
0: Oh, yeah. When does that conversation I mean, come up? Just, hey, heads up.
3: <laughs> and your lovely wife said... What the hell's the matter with you?" <laughs> Hopefully you just threw those away. <laughs>
0: They're not right. I'll tell you that. They, were, they weren't right after you. Lost. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Oh, oh. Uh, this is a great
3: podcast. <laughs> uh. Poop talk with Nick and Bill. <laughs> Did you know what you need to do next time? You just need to say, when you do we got a code Brown. Got a code, code Brown. brown. <laughs> had to check the bed and make sure he
0: does. because <laughs> well, if I was sleeping on my back, that'd be wrong.
3: <laughs> so this was a lot of guess wrong.
0: It was it, enough. It was enough. <laughs> it, was enough. Oh, it was enough. There was so
3: Enough that you don't just kind of wipe it off, throw it in the wash, pretend it didn't happen. No,
0: apparently no. Nope. It wasn't all right.
3: Real meaty fart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. I was like,
3: how did I sleep through this? <laughs> It really makes you question your life, I would well, think. I, I, I if some, I could sleep through that, what else could I sleep through? Did I
0: through? take like some melatonin or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. take a bunch of Dayquil or something. <laughs> did, did
3: you eat Raisin Bran three meals that day?
0: <laughs> uh, Dayquil? Yeah, well, uh, Nyquil? Nyquil makes What's you the sleep? one that makes you go to sleep? Nyquil.
3: Huh? It's the sleepy time, stuffy head, feverish, so you can rest medicine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and crap yourself.
0: And crap yourself. Yeah. I don't think I'm on any medications that'd make that happen. <laughs>
3: I would hope you would know. One would hope. Oh uh, what else we got going on? Do you remember that old that Target commercial? Mm-hmm. Hey, I shipped my pants. hmm Yeah. It was yeah. exactly like that. Yeah. It'd be a tough conversation to bring up to your adult wife.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. You just make sure the kids don't know. They're like, what can dad
3: crap in his pants? <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't go to school if I do in mine, but Dad can go to work. <laughs> Well, can you hit that discussion? Yeah. Look, honey, you're not going to be able to go to school if you keep having accidents. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. Does he have to stay home now? Yes. Right. Yes, yeah, I dad do. doesn't get to go to work now, right? <laughs> I want to play Legos with him.
0: Littlest Pet Shop in our house.
3: Oh, Littlest Pet Shop.
0: That's a thing. Your kids like Littlest Pet
3: Shop? Uh, do you ever watch Littlest Pet Shop? I don't... I'm, I mean, not, I'm not a huge fan of they watch it? Mike. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you what we were watching today, Nick. Woo! Woo! So I got downstairs, and uh, the so so my son gets up before everybody else, so that he can go downstairs and watch TV by himself. Yeah, yeah. because so like he everyone, he, wants. he likes to have some private time, and he lives with two sisters. Yeah. So this morning I get downstairs, and he's watching some Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. It was like Mighty. He would be able to tell you what it is, but it was like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Mega Force. Okay. The movie. Oh. And in this movie, they were they i they were wearing what looked like uh, the Jolly Roger. Oh, but it was really like a, a Power Ranger logo with two swords. But okay. it wasn't supposed to be pirates. Okay. Uh, although the uniforms made it look like they were pirates, made me led me to believe that maybe pirate symbolism is lost in the Japanese because. So I, mean, so, I mean, what happens is there's a show, right, in Japan that they film, yep. and then they change the outfits out over a year. Yep. So then the next year, mm-hmm. they send the outfits to New, Zo- New Zealand or wherever they make the Power Rangers, and they take all the action footage from the Japanese show yep. and use that and then film the little uh, Anglo-Saxon people. Uh, well, I mean, they're just like... Yeah. Joe White Guy. Yeah. One of them just got charged with murder for stabbing him. I saw that. with Good a sword. golly. Yeah. Um... And then they film, like, the human parts in the costumes, and so, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. This movie, they were battling this monster that looked like it was the Kraken. Again, some of this pirate symbolism isn't lost on me. He yeah, also... Yeah. Had a patch over an eye the and was talking like a pirate, oh, okay. but we didn't actually acknowledge that he was a pirate. Okay, again, I, I think they're miss- either missing the boat or really naive or oh, something got lost in translation, I and mean, we need Bill Murray movie. to figure it out. <laughs> um, they were calling on. There was one guy dressed in in silver, and he had like different Power Ranger heads all over his costume. And I said, George, why does he have different Power Ranger heads? And he said, well, It's because he has the power of the sixth ranger. Like, that was an explanation? <laughs> and so I said, okay, so why does he have all the heads of the Power Rangers on him?
2: Yeah.
3: I told you already, Dad. So apparently that was the answer. Wait, but were they... Look, did, I don't have an answer did for you. kill Look, the Power Rangers and take their heads? No, they were like little he- emblems oh. of the heads. Got it. But I still... Whatever. So then they start going... Um, what were they calling? Like Legacy Ranger or something? Or Legend Ray Ranger? They were calling on the power of these. So then it got really confusing because I have a hard enough time keep. Because they, okay, so uh, my kids watch this on Netflix. And sure. So they're constantly bouncing back and forth between, between the different Power yeah, Rangers like shows. Power Ranger Samurai, Power Rangers, Dino, uh, Charge, yeah. Power, power Rangers, Rangers, RF, Thunder. PD. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice by yeah, the way. Yeah. Uh so I'm constantly like losing the battle to keep up. Sure. And so in the show all of these different power they're channeling like so like the yellow ranger is becoming the yellow uh, megaforce ranger is becoming the yellow samurai ranger and then the next time she goes to swing at something she's the yellow you know whatever ranger uh, very confusing. And and so then they finally beat this monster which yeah. looks like the Kraken but apparently isn't. And then they see this army of bad. He's like, you've beaten me, but you won't be able to beat my army. And then there's thousands of monsters coming, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, what are we going to do? So then like on the hilltop, they see five rangers come up. And then on the other hilltop, five more rangers. What ultimately ends up happening... Every Power Ranger ever (laughs) shows up, and they all fight together, including Tommy, who um, is on the Dino Charge. That's the only reason I know who he is, because he's like a teacher and then becomes the Black Ranger on Dino Charge. But he was like the Green Ranger, I think, and then became uh, a Blue Ranger or something? he was
0: the Green Ranger, and then he became the White Ranger, and then he became... Once, once he was broken of the spell of the Green Ranger and lost his powers. Then he became the White Ranger, uh, and then he became apparently the Black Ranger. He became Spoilers. a book because he was
3: well. He was the Black Ranger then on this other show because mm-hmm. he was a professor and stuff, which you know totally believable. Sure, sure, sure. Um, He's also an MMA fighter wants to fight CM Punk, but he was on this show as the Green Ranger because you know he. So it was kind of funny because so I mean they use like. 20 year old kids to do this show sure. right? and so they're showing people taking off it's not just that these there are these people in these costumes they're showing some of these people taking off their helmets uh-huh. and it's funny because you could see as you were getting because this show's been on for like 20 years as you're getting on to some of the older rangers some of them are looking a little long in the tooth wait
0: <laughs> did they have the other the like the older rangers to had off their some helmets? of them yeah oh some of them like not the one that died i don't i don't know um one died, the yellow one. I think it was a driving accident because she was Asian, but it could just be because ouch. She
3: well, there was Asian. some Asian lady also, there, but also
0: super racist. The the Power Rangers, the yellow one was the Asian, the pink one was the girl,
3: the black one was the black guy. In the new one, the the Mega Force is that we are watching? I don't remember the uh, the yellow one is a blonde girl. Oh, the pink one's the Asian girl. Oh, see, they had to switch it up. They had to switch it up. A lot of complaints. Sure. So all these Power Rangers are are there fighting, and I was totally confused at that point. Interesting. But it was funny as they were taking off their helmets, you could see some of them were really like getting old. <laughs> I thought they lost their powers after each one. Look, I'm just telling you what was in the movie. I need to watch more Power Rangers. It was on Netflix. Okay, I'll watch uh, it. Go watch it. Please try to explain it to me because I don't freaking on You know what? The other option would be getting my eight year old in here because he could explain it to us. We could do that. Yeah. We could do that. Yeah. Uh, But I certainly didn't understand what was happening. But it was mildly entertaining. Uh, But again, I was completely lost. But you sat there and watched it. Well, it was only for a couple minutes before I had to leave for work. Sure. Yeah. I caught literally like the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah. But I've watched more Power Rangers now than I've ever watched in my life. Because for some reason, my children think it's great.
0: Power Rangers is a great show. To which I I have to say,
3: now let's turn off Power Rangers and watch something good. Like, oh, um, we've been watching some show, uh, something in his bucket full of dinosaurs. What? Mm-hmm. There's a show called something and his, bucket. it's, there's a name like Johnny and his bucket full of dinosaurs. And it's basically like this little boy doing make believe with his bucket full of dinosaurs. It's kind of cute. And have you been watching on Netflix, uh, Puffin rock? No, but I've seen that. Hey, have and we watched their New Year's Eve countdown. The uh, Puffin Rock show my wife really loves oh. because apparently the Puffins are Irish. Uh-huh. And she thinks it's an adorable show. It's her favorite show, show since Timmy Time. What the hell's Timmy Time? Timmy Time was from Shaun the Sheep. I don't know what Sean the Sheep Wallace is. And oh, okay, Wallace and Gromit. Oh. Yeah, Wallace and Gromit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Wallace and Gromit in A Close Shave. Uh huh. There was the sheep. Oh so yeah, that yeah, sheep's yeah. name was Sean. Okay. And then they made a little show about Sean's life on the farm. Got it. Which is where the Sean the Sheep movie came from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Timmy was the little itty bitty baby. Oh um on Sean the Sheep. It's the um Um there's a guy on Twitter who um his hold on. His yeah. avatar is Timmy. Um Oh I'm he mm. We're big into
0: Garfield and Friends in my house. The new, like super Garfield or whatever? No, no, no. Just the old Garfield and friends from like the nineties. Where it's like Garfield and then like they're on a farm and it's like they've got a pig and a rooster. And All right, so
3: it's uh, he's at Crutnacker. Awesome. Spell it. C okay hold on. Wait,
0: wait, no, let me do it. K no
3: N a no, K nope, E nope, backwards R nope. Uh, so it's at Krutnacker C R U T N A C K E R. You can see uh here is uh, nuts.
0: You can see nuts? Uh, no, hold on. Are you sure it's not mountains? Because up close they always look like nuts.
3: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, here is Timmy. Oh yeah. Isn't yeah, he yeah. cute? Yeah. And on top the little. That's his little sheep family. Oh. At Krutnacker is hilarious, by the way, if you are not following. Okay. um,
0: Is it supposed to be like Nutcracker?
3: No, no, no. He's just hilarious. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, so like he like okay so here are just some of his tweets from today uh hey god can we do a survey monkey on the famous people we'd like to go instead of the ones you're taking r.i.p alan rickman r.i.p david oh. bowie um let's see here uh, oh okay uh <laughs> it's apparently hashtag oscars so white Was trending this morning. That's not good. So he's got uh, hashtag Oscars so white, even David Duke felt uncomfortable. (laughs)
2: Uh,
3: Also, uh, hashtag Oscars so white, they formed a militia. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Oscar the Grouch? No, the Oscars themselves, because Will Smith didn't get uh, nominated here. Oh, he didn't? No. For Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Uh no, not for Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, uh, let's see. He's got some fun. Then he's got some politically type stuff. Uh, what is this? He's replying to.
0: If we're throwing out good Twitter, good Twitter follows. My, I have a, I have a favorite Twitter account that I follow. It's a dead yeah. Twitter, but it's uh. So they haven't tweeted in a while, but it's at Ghetto Hikes. It's about a oh guy, that one know, is that, funny. Yeah, it's about a guy who just uh, takes inner city kids on hikes and then just tweets the things that they say. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh,
3: Nick, here's one for you um, from at Krutnacker uh, hashtag Bad Doctor in five words follows Jenny McCarthy's vaccine advice.
2: Oh,
3: uh, bad doctor in five words depression cure next on Oz. <laughs> 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 Doctor in five words, get undressed for blood work. <laughs> We've all been there. Right? <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, he's quoting, he was doing stuff on the debate last night. Uh, Here's a funny one about... Because you and I have discussed on this podcast about how I don't like any of the Republican uh, nominees. Yeah. Uh, Even... Or it says, Ted Cruz will have your back, and he'll even help you put the knife in a more comfortable position. (laughs)
2: Uh,
3: Hurry up. Hurry up, Ben Carson. Your battery's almost done. What
0: if Ted Cruz was sponsored by the Chevy Cruz?
3: Uh, Let's not put Chevy in a position like that. (laughs) Uh Jeb Bush isn't even sure why he's there at this point. Yeah, that's true. To stop Hitler. <laughs> Here's a good one. When I say Marco, you say Rubio. Marco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just a great follow. Okay. Um, you're not always going to like everything he has to say. Uh, so it's like at Peyton's head? Yeah, but this guy is, I mean, here, let me just scroll back to some but stuff funny. that wasn't about the debate here. He tweets a lot too, which is great. Well, that's good. There's always something interesting coming.
0: Because I have a lot of people that don't tweet really, like at all. It's kind
3: of depressing. Uh, uh, hashtag I have a dream for 2016. All of God's children, black, white, Christians and Muslims, will be able to join hands and sing "F Trump."
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice.
3: yeah. Nice. 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 Uh, Sixty-nine is not the best number if you're British. Apparently, I'm not quite sure what that's in reference to, but I'm sure it's hilarious. I'm sure, it has something to do with the teeth. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> no, oh, ouch! Okay, oh, oh, let's see here. Teeth. Ask. So he doesn't just pick on the Republicans, though. Oh, although here's a good one. Uh, hey, God, Ted Nugent. Just <laughs> saying. R.I.P. <laughs> Alan Rickman. R.I.P. David Bowie. No, I need Ted Nugent around. He gives me good hunting advice. Oh, this one's nice. Ask hashtag Ask POTUS. Knowing you'd have bipartisan support, would you issue an executive action to deport Trump and Cruz? <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see here. Oscar. Oh, he was tweeting about Oscar Soite yesterday too. Uh, That's Oscar Soite. They voted for Trump.
0: <laughs> did the did the Oscar was the it was a bad Oscars or something? Uh, yeah, I what's, don't know. The, apparently, Will happening? Smith got robbed. And what did, what was Will Smith even in? I
3: don't know some movie.
0: Interstellar. I don't. I don't know.
3: What was? He? I don't know. What? I mean. I don't I, know. I don't know.
0: Somebody don't out know. there tell me what movie Will Smith was in that he deserved an Oscar. Did Leonardo
3: DiCaprio win it? <laughs> no, They haven't done this yet. Here, let's look now. You just
0: told me that I thought
3: that no, the No, no, no. These were the Oscar nominees. Oh,
0: what is people getting worried about Oscar nominees okay.
3: for? Here, let's Okay, let's do this. You ready? As long as Samuel L. Jackson wins everything, everybody's fine. No, he's not even nominated. Okay, you ready? Look. Siri, Google Will Smith Oscar nomination snub.
0: You'll have to unlock your phone first. It's unlocked.
3: Whoa. Oh, he almost phone. dropped it. Go. Uh let's see here. Seven Has Will Smith won an Oscar? Okay, hold on.
0: He can win a Grammy if he just
3: got back together with Jazzy Jeff. Siri. No, no, don't do don't do anything about Jazzy Jeff. Okay. (laughs) Siri, Google hashtag Oscars so white.
2: Searching Google for Oscars so
3: (laughs) white. Well, she spelt the right thing. She just said it wrong. You know, you can tell her to... Correct her grammar. Yeah, you know what? I take I got to correct everybody else's grammar, so I don't know what to do about Siri. Well, okay, what you so get when
0: you're in when you're in a working relationship with me,
3: uh, over the years, even the lack of black Oscar winners. Okay, uh, so I'm not surprised that every last nominee in all of the acting categories for the 2016 Oscars are white. Actually, it says Oscar, but whatever. Uh, it's hard to think of new ways to express disappointment. Okay, whatever. Tell me why. This Tell me, sounds like a whiny little baby. Look, I don't want to get into it there. Um... Adoption of black children by white parents. Okay, seriously, different article.
0: Just type in Will Smith movies. All I want to know is
3: his movie. Oh, here's from CNN. CNN will actually maybe say something that's important.
0: They still got Bryant Gumbel over there?
3: I don't know, maybe. Oh, no, not again. From any movie. Okay, uh, Dateline, CNN... Oh, no, not again. For many movie fans, Thursday's Oscar nominations brought a dispiriting feeling of deja vu. For the second consecutive year, no minorities were nominated in any of the four acting categories. One year after the... wait listen uh one year after the critically acclaimed selma was largely snubbed by academy voters sparking protest actors and filmmakers of color are again being ignored and twitter is not happy it's actually worse than last year best documentary and best original screenplay that's it hashtag oscars so white tweeted april rain an editor who was credited with launching that hashtag and protest after last year's nominations were announced Idris Elba had been expected to score a nomination for his performance as African warlord Beasts of No Nation, but he was passed over. Other hopefuls, such as Concussion, oh yeah, Concussion star Will Smith, Creed star Michael B. Jordan, not related to Michael Jordan, the basketball player, that That movie's writer-director Ryan Coogler, the cast of NWA Biopic, is it Biopic or Biopic? Biopic is what I say. Yeah. I, always was I like, say biopic. I was always biopic. Whatever. Straight biopic out of Compton sound, bi- also were ignored. Biopic sounds like a robot. Okay. Bi- whatever. The best original screenplay nomination noted by Rain went to the co-writers of Compton, both of whom are white. Again, hashtag Oscars so white and hashtag Oscars still so white. Was trending on social media, uh, blah, blah, blah. I have a question. Yeah. NWA
0: let two white people write the story of NWA. Yeah, isn't that bizarre?
3: That... I think that it. might be the problem that we need to address. People check the source. Look, it was CNN. They, they, they it, nothing on the internet's ch- wrong. We,
0: we could have got Childish cancer to write that.
3: Nothing on the internet's wrong. Eh,
0: you know what? Such is life. Such is life. Nothing on the internet's wrong, Nick.
3: Nothing on the internet is. Nope. Wrong. Uh Nick. What else do you want to talk about? We can still have fifteen minutes left.
0: We still have fifteen minutes left?
3: Heck, yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: Where are your headphones? I haven't had my headphones on this whole time. It's not they're worth in, it at this they're, point. They're in the bag. It's a thing. It's in the bag, baby. Yeah, it's in the bag. It's in the it's in the game. Um, uh, oh, I'm not going to get welcomed back to my daughter's uh, preschool, I'm pretty sure. because <laughs> Yeah, tell everybody kids, about that. So uh, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get welcomed back to my daughter's preschool because apparently the kids were... Ever.
3: A, yeah, because apparently the kids were extra unruly while I was there. So now, did you hear... about Did anything happen after the fact? Because you went yesterday to your daughter's preschool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she doesn't go back until Tuesday. What, did anything happen at Pickup? No. I mean, Pickup was normal? Yeah, Pickup was fine. Why don't you tell the fine people who listen to our show what happened?
0: So my daughter has, uh, you know, everybody has two days in a semester that they volunteer to come in with their kid. And they do, you know, uh, snack and all that jazz. And uh, you get to hang out, play with the kids, you know, help out with the class and all that stuff. And not get paid for it. And uh-huh. In <laughs> fact, you pay them. Yeah, and okay. actually I don't – sidebar, I don't think she's going back to this preschool. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so um, uh, the kids were particularly unruly, and at one point during class, the teacher is like, I don't know what's gotten into these guys today. They're like <laughs> way more – they're way more hyper, and, and they're not listening, and I, I just – I don't know what the heck's going on. And the other teacher's like, yeah, this is really strange. <laughs> oops and i was like i kind of think it's about me i'm sorry <laughs> but so then they did a lineup for um for gym because they were going to gym and so i hung out at the back of the line made sure there was no stragglers or anything like that and the line was just a mess people were running back and forth in the line going up front going to the back you know these and eventually at one point they stopped and uh, to go to the bathroom and they were like, Man, this line has been good all year. I don't know what the heck is going wrong with these kids. Nobody's listening. This line is a mess. This has just been a weird day. And I was like, Sorry. <laughs> like, I felt like it was my fault. It probably was. I, I don't and my wife brought up a good point. Maybe they were doing that to like try and save face while I was there, like, hey, we have oh, control over yeah. these kids, you know, most They're of the time. They're never like this. Yeah. So I don't know. It just seemed like it was a little bit geared towards me, and I feel kind of responsible. Also, you should never give three-year-old a go <laughs> <laughs> Because one of them twisted the go-gurt so tight that it exploded, and a stream of yogurt shot across the room. <laughs> Pew. It was like... <laughs> it was... I was just like... <laughs> Clearly not how you're supposed to react to that situation. No, probably
3: not how the teachers would have you react to that.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, so I don't think I'm getting a... I don't think I'm going to get an invite back. That's made a lot, of, made a lot of cool friends. Made a lot of cool friends. <laughs> a lot of cool three year olds. Yeah. Shout out to Elliot, Cameron, Cameron K, uh, uh, Lay, Layla. Layla was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, we had a good time. Had a good time. She played with some bugs. Made oh, a yeah. made a big tower. You're shouting out <laughs> to a three year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep it real. Remember what I told you about proper structure at the bottom of a bottom of a fort. You know, you gotta oh, a nice wide a, base? Yeah, you got to build yeah. a wide base and yeah. then, you know, build up from
3: there mm-hmm. and then go in. A house you know, is only the, as good as its foundation. That's right, and that's what I told him. What's you know? that church song about Jesus? In the Garden of Eden? Rock of, no, that's something else, but like yeah. the rock of, anyway, the rock of his church. Or
0: oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I don't know that. Mm. I watched a video, uh, the anniversary, the 10-year ten, ten anniversary of the School of Rock. That's 10 years old. Uh, apparently, probably longer, but yeah, the 10-year anniversary of School of Rock, apparently they get together and they play the song, like everybody from the movie. Really? Yeah, I'll share it on the Facebook page, it was pretty cool. I don't know when it was, but it was pretty awesome, it was all, them all grown up and they were playing the, the teacher's pet song, and then my daughter really liked it, and my son really liked it.
3: Nice. Yeah. Now I want to watch School Rock. My kids were listening to, um, we have a rental car right now. Yeah. Uh, a Nissan Pathfinder, in case anyone tr- is interested. Does that hurt your wife? Uh, That's all they had. Okay, so so, uh, long story short, uh, the uh, transfer case in a Suburban is the thing that makes the four-wheel drive work. Ah, yes. Mine has been getting ready to die for a few years now. And in the latest snowfall, finally did. So it's at the transmission shop right now. Uh, We uh, needed an extra vehicle, so we rented a car. I was hoping that there would be like a Ford or like a, a Chevy Equinox or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they said I got there and they said, "What would you, would you like to rent a suburban?" And I thought that would be great. How much more will you charge me for it? And they said it's only sixty dollars more for the week. And I was like, "No, <laughs> what else you got? We have an Nissan Pathfinder." Okay. It's a little tiny steering wheel. Yeah. You begrudgingly took the path. I took what I had to take. I needed a car, you know?
0: Yeah. It's okay. You got a Mexican steering wheel? Oh, yeah. oh totally. It's yeah. little. You know why the Mexican steering wheels are so little? Why is that? So you can drive them with handcuffs on. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I
3: don't know if we can say that on the radio. It's, again, fine. I'm Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I did get in trouble for telling a joke about... I told you earlier that yeah. we were at a restaurant... And we were with someone who was talking about so-and-so's name. And they are like, yeah, her name was, you know, Abigail Garcia. And I said, uh, and then I said to my wife, well, that wasn't her whole name. It was Abigail, Cristina Maria, El Guapo, Indigo Montoyo, uh, Gutierrez. And she's like, stop it, stop it, the whole time. She's like, stop it, stop it, stop it. And I was like, what? Get Nick on the phone. He'd think this is hilarious. <laughs> I do need you to know more Mexican last names. Or no, I know. I need to. I need to be more involved. Sanchez. It's
0: not a good one. No. Yeah, I mean, my 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 ideal way that joke would go would be. hit me Abigail, Anna Marie, Rodriguez Solis, Molina. Oh, Molina. Yeah, Molina Ramirez Quintanilla.
3: Uh, Can we put it, El Guapo in there? El Guapo. Like in the Bob and Tom, the uh, and the Fighting Nuns. Is. Have we ever, we haven't ever played, you know what? What? We're going to play the Fighting Nuns. Oh, yes. Everybody, everybody wait here. Yes.
1: Paul and Storm have, I believe, uh, created a new song about the Fighting Nuns.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we present our title back.
1: Fall and storm. Isn't El no Guapo from the movie The Three Amigos? <laughs> yes. We are. The Three Amigos. Ho!
3: Ho!
0: So, so much. Okay, go ahead, Nick. I love it so much. Can next year for Halloween, can we be The Three Amigos? It <laughs> <laughs> would be so
3: great. Please. You, me, and who? I don't know. We'll find somebody. a third.
0: Yeah. I don't care if I got to like do like Michael Jackson and strap somebody to like a, <laughs> like a pole on oh, the side yeah. like a dummy yeah. so I can...
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah that that was the so that clip of the fighting nuns is what i was channeling yes, yes, in my yes, joke yeah. Which <laughs> has given been given the Nick seal of approval. Yeah, so.
0: that's it's a hilarious, hilarious joke. <laughs> boom, boom, Mendoza. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, as as Bob and Tom uh, may they rest in peace. Uh, they're not dead. They're just no, broken they're, up. Their sho- their shows get shows there. about dead. Yeah, about uh, that was Paul and Storm. Yes, uh, the fantastic uh, Paul and Storm great from Paul the band Da Vinci's Notebook. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. had another great song in that title of the song. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. Oh, uh, that's a great one. Um. Yeah, so Nick, Bob and Tom, not really Bob and Tom anymore. Just yeah, Tom and Chick and no Christy Lee with the news. No, no. And they have
0: this one lady. Uh, her name is Pat and uh, Scott Potasnik. That's really it. Like, it's... I feel like I feel like what they're doing... Um, I feel like what they're doing is they're setting up for Potasnik and this Pat lady to take over the show. Mm. But, like, it's like this weird changing of the garden. It's just not the same. I, I listened to it this morning and it was...
3: I don't know. It's getting really, really weird. I was always a gigantic Bob and Tom fan, but yeah. we don't have a good station to listen to it here. Yeah. I it's mean, you can do the iHeartRadio. Yeah, but it's still hard to. But it's a little difficult to sometimes make that work. Yeah. So it just ends up I don't listen to Bob and Tom because they got replaced by the, uh, the Beer and Chicken Wing show, which. Just isn't as good No I mean it's fine I You know it was funny When when Bob and Tom First got replaced I wrote the guys The local uh, rock station Here is uh, Banana 101.5 Yep Wrote them a note And just complained To the station director And was like You guys are making A huge mistake Yeah These guys are awful Bob and Tom is great Uh And uh, you know Before I really got Into podcasts and So I would listen to Uh it It wasn't a bad show No Uh, They were okay It was a little cruder Than I would have liked But you know Eventually when you're Listening to like Morning radio show For long enough You get to at least appreciate it for what it is, Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was fine. Yeah, but uh, it was no Bob and Tom. No, and I get that Bob and Tom were kind of gearing themselves toward more classic rock stations, and mm-hmm. that's not what the Banana is. Nope. Um, but you know, whatever. I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, and they're probably gonna die soon. So.
3: Well, not them, but their, their show, show is. Yeah. I mean, they've probably got another year. At this rate, at the way at the rate people are dropping, they probably don't have that long.
0: It'll be interesting to see how much longer people people last i don't know who they get well they probably get gunner to replace chick
3: well and i guess i think it, a lot of it depends on how long contracts and stuff last for i mean yeah. it sounds to me well, like were talking about that the other day right i mean if bob and tom have both kind of indicated that they're not i don't know if they've indicated well bob obviously wants no part of the show anymore because well, he's done yeah. and if tom doesn't um yeah i think it's only a matter of time before the company that syndicates the show just turns it into something else you know yeah not the bob and tom show but you know or maybe it's i don't know what you i you couldn't yeah, I don't think you could call it, you know, Bob and Tom featuring yeah, whatever. Yeah, you can't. You could I mean almost what they'd have to do is is kind of rebrand it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're talking from the marketing aspect, yep. you'd have to call it, you know, the Bob and Tom show or like you could call it like Bob and Tom's comedy show or whatever. Yeah. And then you could again, you could the comedy show featuring Scott Posadnik and whatever. Yeah. You'd have to make that bridge somehow and then jump bob and tom's you know comedy morning or whatever yeah you could call it that for like a year and then you could call it you know comedy morning featuring so and so or you just call it the comedy hey thanks for this you know welcome to the comedy morning show i'm scott this is john and Mm -hmm. then at that point you've you've made the transition um and I know that they've said it's going to be going to continue to be called Bob and Tom. But if what their goal is 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 ultimately to transition the show from Bob and Tom to two other people, I think you got to do that. You know, mm. yeah, it's Bob and Tom's Comedy Morning, and then but I don't know if shift it and then shift it and then you've moved from one thing to the other yeah. while keeping see because with the morning radio syndication, the mm-hmm. goal is to keep all of your affiliate stations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you transition it like that. Then you can keep more of your affiliates than sure. if you were just like okay Make look stop. June thirtieth Bob and Tom is gone and we're gonna call this one the Comedy Warehouse or whatever mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna, like you're gonna what lose you're, you're gonna lose affiliates but if you transition it and it's you know the Bob and Tom show which then becomes you know Bob and Tom's Comedy Warehouse which then becomes the Comedy Warehouse you can do that and maybe keep some of your affiliates. Potentially. I don't think that they th- saw... Yeah, if anybody's think. thinking that far ahead.
0: I don't, I don't know if they... Well, I don't know that they've saw, they have saw Christy Lee leaving and...
3: Yeah, I think that was kind of a shock to everybody. Sure. But I think that signifies the writing on the wall, you know. Sure. It's a great, uh, great Under Oath song, the writing on the
0: wall. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Gotta love, love Under Oath. Under Armour? Under Oath. Mm, never heard great. of it. You never heard Under Oath? No. Great band. Great Christian metal band. Nice. Yep. They write a lot of, uh, their guitar player writes a lot of Norma Jean songs. You mm. ever listen to Norma Jean?
3: Mm. Is that Marilyn Monroe?
0: No, no, that was her name. How about The Chariot? You ever listen to The Chariot? Uh, is that a radio station? No, Nope, good band. Good uh,
3: band. Okay. Nick, just is there anything else you'd like to add? We are uh, somehow out of time again.
0: No, just remember, you know, you're 2016. I made it. Ten days in. <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, I made, it, I, made it, I made it about two weeks in. Two weeks crap without
3: crapping his pants.
0: Yeah,
3: uh, It's all downhill from here, guys. You know, Nick, I also wanted to just touch on just one final thing. Um, Alan Rickman. Yes. You know, seeing that he died yesterday yeah. was almost like watching Snape die in the movie again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Really blows. Plus, he was in Dogma. Yeah. I forgot about that. Until oh, was he was mentioned. so great. Was he... Yeah. Gabriel? He no, was, he was no, Michael. He was, uh, yeah. yeah. He was Michael. Yeah. He was one of the archangels in Dogma, a movie I made my wife watch. Dogma's a great movie. She's Catholic. It's fine. It's, it's kind a of great like movie. Kevin Smith's anti Catholic movie.
0: It's still a great movie. I thought it was hilarious. Here's my impression of Alan Rickman This is Alan Rickman. <laughs> I'm calling to remind you to sell your boat.
3: <laughs> he was great. I loved I loved Severus Snape mm-hmm. and Harry Potter. Yeah um just always kind of enjoyed watching him, and uh it's kind of a bummer that they had a lot of cool stuff he there was apparently a quote he did where he said where uh he's like you know when i'm 80 years old i want to be sitting in a chair yeah. reading harry potter and they and then his family would say well why are you still reading it and his reply was always mm-hmm. um, i thought that was really cool and people were kind of using that yesterday as a as a tribute to him sure Super bummer thing. It is a bummer. Great way to end a podcast, idiot. Somebody,
0: somebody's response to that was, "Well, at least Robin Williams isn't around to around to see all these people die." <laughs>
3: to just kind of bring it full circle. Oh, yeah. All right, so Nick, tell us a joke or something. This is horrible. Uh,
1: I'm gonna what, cry. What
3: kind of joke. Um. <gasps> oh, you know what? Yep. Hold on, I got one. Tell the people. Bye. Bye.
1: bye. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we have a trick. <laughs> Christie laughed. <laughs> we, we have a trick. All right, just huh? magician. He's on, he gets his job on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. So he's working his cruise ship, and he, he does his act every night. in the front row is is the uh, captain of the ship with a parrot on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. So every night he does his act. Well, by the third night, the parrot starts figuring out his magician's act. Mm-hmm. So he starts heckling the magician, and you know it's it's in his sleeve. It's <laughs> under his hat. <hair. laughs> his assistant has it. <laughs> So that night, they hit an iceberg, and the ship goes down. The magician wakes up floating on a piece of driftwood, and, and the parrot is sitting on the end of the driftwood, and they stare at each other for two days and don't say a word. Mm-hmm. They just look at each other all mad. Finally, the bird goes, I give. Where's the boat? <laughs> I love
2: that John John Fox,
1: the world's yeah. greatest joke teller, and one of the one of the classics. Two Iraqis, they come to America, and they get off the boat, and they shake hands. It's okay. Listen, let's make a pact. Let's meet one year today and find out who's become the most Americanized. Mm-hmm. So, year today they meet. And he says, "Mohammed, how things going?" He says, "Well, I'm jumping in the old minivan. I'm taking the kids to soccer practice. I'm the coach. I'm stopping at Starbucks, and I'ma get myself a twelve pack of Budweiser. Go home, watch me some football." Yeah. He says, "How things going for you?" He goes, "Screw you, towelhead." <laughs> 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 and don't get no more American than that. Very nice. Uh-huh. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, well, well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast.
3: The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more information on them at
2: com. Visit us on the web at localfavors. Don't (laughs) forget. At localfavorsproductions.net. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk.